You are now listening to Transparent Energy, the podcast, recording live from the 215. We need theme music. Yeah, we do that. I want theme, I think, but... some, I think some theme music. Wait, we'll do it again? Wait, how's that? <laughs> I, I need the people to sing. <laughs> That's like an old 80s comic, right? One of the old 80s cartoons. Like a, I thought I knew where I was going with it, but then the old Jerry Sprayer. <laughs> it definitely was doing me something. Passes. Commercial. Something passes, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, hey guys, what's up, what's up, what's up? Y'all already know, it's your girls, your hostesses with the most sisters, and we're back on Transparent Energy. Another week. No, y'all want to say Transparent Podcast. Oh, yeah, right. We're back on another right. week <laughs> of Transparent Energy. The podcast. With your hostesses with the most sisters, Jordan B. And Bambi D, who was... Lacking, I'm lag. I'm lagging. No, she's not lagging. She's like having one of the <laughs> So, but let's bear with her. You know, um, send her some love and light. Should be good though. You know, we all have our days. Every day is sunshine and rainbows. I wish it was. You know, but sometimes things irk our nerves. I know I was a little pretty irked this this morning too. But what I did do is I allowed. I told myself I was not going to allow that person attitude and their anger and what they was going through to mess up my day and it's funny because by the end of the phone call after we talked after i hung up on them a few times they called me back and like i apologize for taking you know my emotions out on you because that's what i was doing you know and you have to believe that people know like listen i'm not your emotional punching bag i'm not going to just be here for you like i get it but some people will take that advantage you know of knowing that you are a person that has a soft spot for them, or right. they kind of can handle them in a certain realm of vulnerability. And sometimes people take it for granted, I guess, when you're not accessible to them in the way they want you to be. So, um, you gotta be careful. Well, we'll talk about that later on another time. But anyway, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another week with us. Y'all already know how we go, how we flow. Um, I'm just thankful. Again, I thank y'all for all the. We thank y'all. But I personally do thank y'all as well for the people that do inbox me and DM me and tell me about uh, how much they love the pod and how we have great energy and you know they just love what's going. Here. Same here. So, you guys are in my inbox too. You know, but uh, it's love. It's all love. <laughs> it's all love. But most of all, it's transparent energy. And you know, on this podcast, um, for those that this may be your first time listening or looking or seeing, however, you, if you're listening, I hope you're listening, which were available on Apple, Anchor, Pod, iHeart, Spotify, all your listening platforms, and if you're watching, YouTube. But for right now, um, but again, if this is your first time tuning in the Transparent Energy, this is a podcast open to all voices up because you're talking. Oh, well, this is open to. Oh, sorry, this is. <laughs> 
no, no, no. I mean, okay. So y'all know we have technical difficulties every now and then, and right now we just have to project. That's yeah. all. Anyway, but yes. So, <clears throat> me, 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 guys. Again, this is um, Transparent Energy the podcast where two two women, two unique women, with two different perspectives, two different styles, two different points of view. And most of all, two different backgrounds. Two different backgrounds, two different voices, two different just everything. And we're just coming together to bring a unity and just to bring some spark some fun, um, just to show a different light to girls like ourselves. And, and transparency. And transparency, yes, that's the main thing. Um, which I like to think is a professional way to say keeping it real. <laughs> but you know what we do in this podcast is we um, uplift, we uplift, we enlighten, we restore, we inform, um, we remind we you. Remind. We have we fun. That's it. We talk about all different kind of things. Um, because, you know, right. we're reflections. Yeah, we're reflections. And like I said, and, um, we are agents of change. You know, we are the original agents of change, and we decided. You know, with the powers, you know, that be, that magic can be created from, from good things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. especially in today's world where everything is either no privacy. Or it's definitely no privacy no more. No privacy. Everybody wants you to be upfront and honest. But they're not upfront and honest. But they're not upfront and honest. What they're doing is is what I think trying to milk out keeping them safe keeping themselves safe it's kind of like I ain't telling you nothing but I want to know everything about you just so I can be sure and it's like what kind of world are we living in you know what everybody's favorite word we're in a narcissistic generation of people that are just very vain of people that care about themselves people that's all about me 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 and um you know, it's just about image and uh, it's more about the outside and not the inside, you know, and it sucks. You know, it sucks, it's kind of no originality, nothing no more. It's, um, it's really no, like, it's just, it's, if you are different and standing out, I salute you and I give you your props because in this day and generation, everybody wants to be the same. It's like, it's a real big tr like trend to be just be trendy. You know, everything that's trending is trending for however long it's trending, and then it's done. And then it's on to the next trend. And then it's on to the next trend. But when you're a person that creates your own lane, your There's trends no are never thing. endless. Right. There's no such thing as I a mean, trend. your trends are never, yeah, your trends are endless. Are endless. Endless. Because you can just do, you do your own thing. You know, and I think, God for that, because I've always been kind of like that. I've yeah. been a, my own kind of person. And, you know, I thank God for my own originality. Don't get me wrong, I've, I've always been inspired by certain people and their vibe. But pretty much, I know how what to do, how to do. But I'm a creative, so and things come natural for people like us because we are one of the same. We are um, definitely leaders in our own lane, mm -hmm. not trendsetters, and it's definitely a difference because a trendsetter is somebody who picks up on it first and runs with it, right? Looking for the clout behind them. Yeah, a leader in his own and in, 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 in his own lane, we just do, we just do it, we just make it happen. You know, and that's what it is. Well, how you said it sucks. I think um, the this narcissistic age that we're in, whatever. Um, uh. How you say it sucks. It hurts. It hurts people like me. It hurts people like me too. I'm a genuine person. I give 
you know, and it hurts to the point of sickness, you know, mm-hmm. when I when I see people playing in my face. Mm-hmm. I feel the same. You know, and it's, it's like, it's not even funny anymore. It's, it's never was funny. No, it's just that we was able to handle it to a certain extent before, but I think as you know, when you are maturing and coming out of your own conceit, like I said, I think the toxic versions of us can handle a lot of that behavior, but the healed version or the on our way to because nobody's gonna be fully healed, I think it's always gonna be a journey. But when you are on your journey and you shed a lot of old skin, um, and you start to see things from a different lens. A lot of behavior you don't accept like you would when you were in your own toxic vibe. Like when you were in your toxic stage. Oh, like you can handle stuff. You was down for the argument. You was down for the, oh, you hanging up on me? Oh, I'm calling back a thousand times. You know what I mean? Now it was kind of like, oh, you hung up on me? All right. Well, when you call back, well, get yourself together. Calm down. When you you call, call me back when you feel better. Because I'm not, I'm not doing all that. Keep call. I'm not doing like all that. To- that that stuff is toxic. That stuff is done. Like that stuff is done. But before we go any further, y'all, let's 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 first get into our affirmation. Y'all know how we do. We gotta bless the atmosphere. Bless the atmosphere. Gorgeous words. Beautiful words. You know, just words of affirmations. Words to make us just feel good. To put in the atmosphere of the things that we want to be, the things that we want to be, the things that we are, and yeah. And everything will, we will um, want to become. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll begin this week. Um, This one, okay, you know what? I'm gonna, okay. We are magnificent. We are magnificent. We are supreme. We are supreme. We are marvelous. We are marvelous. And we are mutants. We are mutants. We will talk about why I said that later on in the show. But go ahead. Yes, because I would love to get into that elaboration. Mm-hmm. Right, right there and there. You, you, you have me, girl. You have me. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'll begin with saying, we will be slow to anger. We will be slow to anger. Uh, we will continue to battle what we have to go through. We will continue to battle what we have to go through. Keyword is battle. We never give up. We will never give up. Our success is only a good night's sleep away. Our success is only a good night's sleep away. And we will lead with love and not look back. We will lead with love and not look back. Now, those of you who are watching or listening, you might want to just rewind it and just get into them. Get into our affirmations every week, every time you can. We're not just blowing smoke. We, we, is it safe to say we practice what we preach? Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. You know, I, we, yeah, we, I we, we don't, we're not perfect. We're not perfect. far from perfect. You know, but we not definitely perfect, but ain't just, Googling <laughs> what we want you guys to know from the heart. <clears throat> right, right. But we really want to Yeah. So, you already know, let's talk about like, some things that have been going on through this week. Yes. Since the last time we talked, and it's been, uh, it's been some things. Do you want to start? Expose. Yeah, let me, can I, yeah, let me, let me, let me just start. I don't know if you guys know really quick, but it's sick to me. Now, the Dalai Lama. That, that's so, can you explain to people, but people may not know who the Dalai Lama is? I'm going to explain. I just had to let that sit in. Because okay. that's a mouthful. The Dalai Lama. 
<laughs> it's a mouthful. Camel. Camel, Barack music or whatever. I don't know. We're not going to start ethnocentric. But the Dalai Lama is a Buddhist activist for freedom and peace. Mm -hmm. He has Nobel Peace Prizes, world renowned. <laughs> um, let's say he's up there with like the Mother Teresa's and Mahatma Gandhi's. Mm -hmm. You know, so he's well, well known. Well, over the week, over the week, he was recorded. I guess he was doing a seminar or something, but he was speaking to a young boy and the young boy was this close, this close to his face and he sticks his tongue out and he tells the young boy to suck my tongue. I think I've seen the picture on the internet. Was it like a Chinese boy? Yes, the Tibetan. Yes. Okay, Tibetan. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we, we don't want no backlash. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, the Dalai Lama, 87 years old now. He's 87. But he told it. And what did the, did the little boy do it? He did not do it, but he did lean in with confusion. The young boy did lean in with confusion. And before he could get close, yeah, the Dalai Lama then kind of and laughed it off. No, you, you meant that. You meant that. And, and like I said, they, they are they're exposing themselves and to the point where whatever is going on in those places is giving carefree. It's giving, that's what it's giving. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's giving. Like if the cameras are rolling, I want that little boy right there. Like it's, 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 that's, you know, now there are, well, yeah, that was done. But now there are stories with people who, have a large respect for the Dalai Lama or whatever. Now there are people actually coming out with um, articles and stuff, actually saying that the expression to stick your tongue out and ask someone to suck it is not offensive. Now, <laughs> now, this is according to some Tibetans who speak the Dalai Lama's language. But um, I don't approve of it. It just sounds like a bunch of hogwash to me. And I hog see- Hogwash. Yeah, hogwash. Definitely. Hogwash. 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 <laughs> hogwash. And what's funny about it is, is that, <clears throat> this is what I'm saying. I do believe that, I'm just glad that I, I was made and born for, for a time like this because God knew what he was doing when he birthed me and a few others in this quest of just knowing what's going on in our world and realizing that, again, we all have our differences and which should be something that people embrace. Embrace. Because and that's, try, that's what makes the world go around if we learn how to accept people the way they are and their differences. And learn to work with the differences. Right. But I always say that it's this big cover-up on pedophilia that they love to try to cover it up and try to put a big spotlight on other sexualities and other things to try to throw off the fact that a lot of these grown men love little, little, little kids. And not only do they love little kids, but they have a sacrifice young boys. Young boys, yes, young boys, young females. Um, and they're doing and having their way. And they're doing a lot of you. We've seen the TikToks. We people seen the TikToks. People seen the stuff 
we know what's going on behind closed doors. That's why so many kids missing. Definitely. And um, yeah. Uh, to piggyback off what you said, it's just so funny that you said, um, you know, I, I, I second that being grateful for being born in the time that I'm in because for me now, it's a who I know. And to piggyback off the, the missing kids, like, I, and this is disturbing. This is really disturbing what I'm about to say. But, um, I have a direct resource, you know, who who speaks specifics where I can actually say that uh, a means of the way the traffic goes on is how you said the pedophilia with the boys and the churches. That is a sign of, of, of trafficking. And for some reason, we lose the idea of trafficking trafficking with boys because that falls under pedophilia and we tend to move closer to the females so all our attention is focused on the, the girls mm -hmm. and what's going on but collectively the children but the source says while everybody's attention is over here it's, it's so much easier to do this over here right up under your nose mm -hmm. the source told me that he's like 80 something years old and he's this, but uh, God, I feel like God put him in my life because we are very different. I think I even found out that he's unconditionally racist. <sighs> I'm not unconditionally, he's conditionally, I'm sorry, conditionally racist. Okay, like he has his pigs. That's what it kind of means. I think he, I wouldn't say pigs, I think in a sense, just coming out of, just coming out of condition. If, you know what I'm saying? Like in a sense of, not more like, oh, I want to be, you know, we got the ear ones. Not like, oh, I want to be cool with these people, these black people, not those black people. It's like, he j basically, he just started opening his life to, to, to all people. You know, we had a conversation maybe like five years ago. So he's an ex-racist. He's, He's, he, I like to say he's formally conditioned. He was formally conditioned. Um, he, but he's been a victim of what I like to say, the system of this country slash corporation. Everything in his mouth is, everything that comes out respectfully is regurgitated, you know, from books, from school, and not knowledgeable books, not books outside, not books where you can gain all the information you need, but systematic books that only want you to know one thing and turn away from everything else, you know? And I think it's really, like, like how you said, being born, being an adult in this day and time where I can see the kids behind me, the young kids don't have no direction and something's going on and the older people, not not the older people like my grandmother and stuff that I know, but people that are above me, they don't know what the fuck is going on either. Mm -hmm. They don't know what's going on. And if I can look all around me at the people and my peers and nobody knows what's going on, I better have a sense of what's going on. I need to have a sense of what's going on. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that don't know what's going on.
And that's the scary part. It is. Because everybody's too busy worrying about what they look like and worrying about the latest fads and trends. I was and, just about to say the big fan boots. And, and well, who has that now? You saw how fast that came and went. But I'm still trying to figure out what the, that distraction was. Because that, that was a distraction. Something. Something. Everything, yeah, everything, everything is, is a distraction. But they went away that fast. Some things was hot for a week and they're going. Right. And if you know like how I know, they... The media is quick to put something out. When I say the media, social media, televised media, and it all goes back to if you, I don't know if you guys tuned in yet, uh, last week when I was reading, uh, when I was reading an insert from the Rockefellers where they basically wrote it out how they would be playing the American people right in front of their faces. Uh, but you said this is the year of narcissists. I think this is the year of expose. Everything's coming out. I think this is the year of expose. Moving right along. Um, we already know what's going on with the foods and stuff. We already heard about, you know. They're playing with our foods. Yeah, they're playing with our foods. But now, now, they're playing with the babies. They're playing with the babies. There are a couple hospitals that suddenly reported that uh, these newborn infants ended up getting these rashes and these marks on them and then they went and got it tested and it came to came to find out that the babies were being the babies got herpes y'all and somebody is intentionally infecting these these infants like and it's sad I don't know if anybody's ever been in a hospital but when I was 25 I almost lost my life and I was in a hospital for like 31 days. And in between the, the drugs or whatever, I was having them same thoughts that I did not want anybody to come in the middle of the night and do something to me. Mm -hmm. Like stick something in my IV, you know? And I think that's and like how the movie's weird. It's like blurry and you see somebody come in like this. Well, let me stick like that, something like that. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you, you ready for this? Mm -hmm. One night, I knew I was supposed to catch my vitals or whatever. I guess they came in twice a day. If you're a nurse, you already know what I'm talking about. You go and check your patient. And the, the, the woman came in. I stayed up and waited for her. She was the last one because I, I didn't like being woken up. Mm -hmm. I stayed up, waited for her to come. She came. She did her thing. And it was about 11.10. And I went to sleep. I woke up to a prick in my hand and somebody in a green coat with a mask walking out the door. And before they walked out the door, he looked at me. Before I could say- Wait, was this a dream? This is where I got the prick at. And I don't know what that is. And I don't know where it came from. But, I'm, yeah, that's a one-time exclusive. I don't really tell this story. And those that know, know. But till this day, I went in a hospital because I was in an accident and they had to open me up. And I left with this with this mark. But it was a bump. It was a bump. Just you just turn to a mutant. No, I didn't turn into anything. But it was just a thought that I could not shake. You know, even if innocent. Mm -hmm. Why are we afraid of hospitals and doctors? Because they're not to be trusted. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? But we still go to them. Them, right? And they still say, come to us. Say it. This is where we live. 
and maybe it's a lot of people that's actually really in there to hurt people. Somebody think of the children. <laughs> I just always wanted to say that. No, no, but for real, you can't. Like it's you really can't. Even, you can't trust nobody. Dum dum dum. Dun dun dun. Um, but yeah, they're they're they're, they're intentionally giving these babies herpes. That's that's weird. That's like what? How do you, like? I'm just trying to understand what is that? What is the infatuation with trying to kill these kids? Well, it's a plan that has been formulated to be executed over time. The way I see it. You infect these young infants with something that they're going to need this corporation's pharmaceuticals for when they get older. So what does that do? That keeps the pharmaceuticals in business, you know, or basically on a waiting list. Oh, we got another batch being born, so we ain't, you know what I mean? Right. It, it's just disturbing. Whatever part of their plan is, it's to... It's not even to eradicate. It's just it just seems like it's a selfish greed of gain, like whatever it is. Not to mention um, whatever it is, but to move right along about these babies, there is a couple who is televised, being televised, going to news reporters and anchors. I believe uh, they're from Texas. Mm-hmm. They decided to have a home birth. Mm-hmm. Very natural. These are vegan people, organic people. And after the home birth, their baby was fine. Everything was fine with the baby. But the midwife suggested for them to go to take the baby to a specialist just just to make sure, you know, just to be sure. Like, a, uh, I don't know, pediatrician or something. Mm-hmm. Right. So just, just to be sure. And they did. And the doctor said something about, I don't have any babies. So I'm not familiar with colic, if I'm saying that right. Colic, colic, babies get it. I thought they were trying to say something like cradle cap mm-hmm. or something like that, but evidently something natural. Mm-hmm. They expressed that all babies have it. Well, after they left the physician, they said about 45 minutes later, the physician called them and told them, you should bring your baby back. We should get the baby you know, looked at or whatever the case is. And now this was alarming to them because they said never once, you know, while we was there, while we was there, you know, it was like, you assured us it was all right. You assured us that you knew it was a natural occurrence and you assured us that we can go on our way. Now you call us 45 minutes later telling us to bring our baby back. So they said, no, we're not going to do that. We're just going to, you know, do Uh what we do, go home. Well, the physician ended up calling what's equivalent to here in Philly CYS, Children and Youth Services. The physician called Children and Youth Services, let the people know that the baby was, could be potentially in danger. I don't know why this Where is there like a special baby? I don't know. Well, go ahead. Um, the next day, the husband was just getting home and there were police officers all around him, uh, res- basically restraining him, not allowing him to go in the house. He's telling them that the wife is in the house. They're telling him, we're here. And they were there with CYS, the workers. They're basically telling the father, we're here to come get the your, baby. Your baby. Your baby. Your baby. Catch. So he's like, I need paperwork, this, that, and the third. 
they're not trying to hear, and they never try to hear any our kings. They never want to hear our king speak. So they throw him in the back yeah, of the paddy wagon, and they intrude, rush into rush into their home, and the wife the wife says as she's holding her baby, they ripped her baby out of her arms and gave her what were supposed to be like warrant papers and papers regarding of them taking the child or whatever. Or just being able to search and or just it. being able to do whatever it is mm -hmm. they wanted to do. She she became so frantic at everything that was going on that by the time they left and then she looked at the paper. And she looked at the papers and she realized her name wasn't even that's it wasn't her name. They didn't give these people a chance to ID them. They didn't ID these people at all. They just went into their homes, stole their baby, and gave them some papers that belong, some documents that belong to someone else. Hmm. And now the discrepancy is the baby is gone. The baby is in a, a pair, I guess, the CYS system. And these parents are these parents are advocating trying to get their baby back. Their baby was illegally put in the system. They have paperwork stating that, hey, we're not the people you're looking for. We're not them. Why they don't have any answers? Why the CYS people decided to put a uh, restraining order against them from coming up to the building and asking them questions is totally beyond me. But it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me because if you if you if you capping the babies with herpes, and it goes back to what we're saying, they, those what people in those situation with these. Well, obviously we know. Well, no, we don't. Well, I think that I, I, I don't think it's an infatuation. I just think it's a it's, it's a game plan. Infecting while they're young and they don't know, and when they get to an age of knowing, they'll think it came from somewhere else. It's just, it's weird. It's weird. It's sick. It's crazy. But now these parents are advocating every chance they can get to go on the news and basically try to get help. You know, how, how would you feel if, if people came into your homes, threw some documents in your face and took what's yours? Yeah. And then, and then not even that, but then you look at the paper, it's not even you. And it's not even you. It's not even you. And the fact that all. Hey guys, hey guys, look, I know you guys were enjoying the following episode, but I just wanted to put out there that this episode and so much more is available on the following platforms, Anchor, Apple, iHeart, and Spotify. So if you're enjoying our company, come on over and show us more love. So this is going on down south. It's really starting to give me Jim Crow chills, mm -hmm. especially knowing when they were just saying that they just passed the law in here. And one of them places was Missouri, one of them? I don't know, one of them places. Oh, well, Missouri's up here. Oh. Mississippi, Mississippi. Mississippi, Mississippi yeah. I think they both uh, got yeah, the it was same, uh, it was Mississippi. MS, it was one of them. And one of them, but are, it was definitely Mississippi. But they said they just, um, said it was okay for them to have a general pro law again or something like that. And it's just like... And if you think about it, Jim Crow ain't nothing but the 1800s, so... Me hearing their story, and you guys can go on. You guys can go on TikTok, uh, find their stories. This, this is them. Oh, CPS. Yeah, CPS kidnapped their newborn because they chose a midwife over hospital. Mm. 
Okay, so that's what it was. So apparently the physician didn't like that the midwife was basically saying everything. But don't midwives That's what they're for? Right. Here we here we have it. Here we here we have it. It's crazy. Well, um, this is something that really just freshly happened, and I think it's because I couldn't stop looking at it the other day on Facebook. I thought it was so sad. Um, it was um, a young couple that um went to prom, and they got into a car accident the same night. And I think one of the girlfriends was I think the one, uh, the, the girls. Girlfriend was in a car with them too, I think. I'm not sure, but um, I don't know everybody on Facebook had it, it was sharing it, and it was just like a sad story. Like, um, that was just sad. You know, because they had, and they had really nice pictures. They was like, really, they, like they had like pink, a pink theme, and the girl had a really nice dress. That's boy, devastating yes. to me. Yeah, and they went to their prom, and then the night, when they, I guess, hopefully they, but even in the comments, people were saying, like, you're not supposed to let your children drive. Like, you just really supposed to allow them. Like, if you drive them, children, I mean, even though I know there is a lot of people who kids do drive themselves. So, I mean, I don't know if that's, like, a, a written thing or what. I, it might be a but 50, it, 50 I, Yeah, I'm about to say, because it seems yeah, like cause a lot of kids still. So what you want to do. A lot of kids still go by themselves. Yeah. I mean, for my, for my prom, I, um, I, we went with a group of people. And we went and we left the chauffeur. We we did the we did the limo thing. This is you. We did the limo thing, but um, it's just so unfortunate because that's that is another um pole of of demises that seem to add up. Like, and nobody talks about that. Mm-hmm. Like, there are a lot of untimely prom demises. Like every year, every year, and it's it's. Um, as sad as it is, and unfortunate, a lot of it is always the same. Due to, I don't want to say reckless driving, but I will say due to car accidents. You know, and and that's all just saying. Even that. even with our parents out here, I think the parents still need to be a bit more conscientious. Like, yeah, maybe 18, but yeah, I think like I said, we in the we in a a generation where again a lot of the new parents are like our age, you know, and they're young. And they're raising up young but you know what I mean, young, young. They're raising up even younger <laughs> children. I like the young bucks, but you know my age. But um, but again, they get they're, like they're raising up young, and I think so many of us that are millennial parents, even though you know, I don't have a, ch- a child, but um, I've been around enough moms and, and young young moms stuff like that. But what I do realize is that. A lot of our millennial parents want to make sure that they weren't sh- as strict and mean and, I guess, as on the child as their parents were. Because, I guess, you know how some That's people... That's fathomable. You know, how some people, you know how some kids kind of feel like their mind was too on them or their mind was always da 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 so I'm not going to be like that with my child. I'm going to give my child space to be themselves and do that. And I think it's dope to a fault. You know, you know what that fault is? What right. I like to think that fault is? Uh, growth. Right. Because I think we all had that mindset. Like, I'm not going, not, not the way. But it wasn't until I stepped into my maturity blindly that I was I was verbalizing the exact discipline that had been instilled in me. Yeah. So I think that fault really falls hard on those parents 
from being so lenient because when it's time to put your foot down, now you have a full adult in your face telling you who you think you're talking to. Yep. Whew! What would you do if your child said that? I'd probably tell him I don't know. And I think it might be time for you to get up out of here. Because <laughs> if I don't know who I'm talking to, that means you don't need to be up in here. Go on, grony. Go on, grony. Say you would? I would what? You would kick him out? I'm not kicking anybody out. I'm reminding you just saying them like you in my house. I'm reminding them of, of their place. If you can question me as an adult and say who I think I am, it's rhetorical for me to tell you who I am, for one. It's rhetorical. So I'm not going to play those little games that you don't figure out how to do in the streets. Right. I'm going to meet you at your grown ass when you think you at. <laughs> you right. We don't know each other. I don't know. I don't, why? You in my space. You in my space now. Right. Simple as that. You know? And it's not, it's not really simple, but I learned that that's how I was disciplined. You know, after the beatings didn't work and stuff, it was very much, and it started off real subtle. I would go out, I would come in, come in extra late, skip dinner time, but I would be looking for that plate of food. And after a while, that plate of food wasn't sitting there for me. Then after a while, when I was coming home late, that door was getting was no, locked. Then after a while, nobody was answering that door. My parents met me where I thought I was at. Mm -hmm. And even in my moments of having tears, of them letting me back in and stuff, they still never gave me any empathy. I'm like, you think you're wrong, man? You know, it was still never, now see, it was, it was never none of that. It was, don't make no noise in my house, you know? But I understood that, I understood that. And I think it was growth that led me to the point that I respect and I love, I love what my mom did for me. And I, it just makes me reflect on these youth as we were talking about. I, I, I empathize, I em emphasize, empathize, empathize with what these parents are going to have to go through when their grown kids step up to them because they decided to be a cool mom, to be a cool mom and cool pop. Yep. That's what yeah. it is. Because like I said, each generation gets worse. As I can say it like that. You know what I mean? Each generation gets more, more advanced. Each generation gets a little bit more sassier. Like I said, you know, it was a got a little sad to our generation, but now it's with this new generation, these kids is like, and I can imagine what they chopped us. They ain't got nothing. They don't got nothing. We ain't got nothing on them. We ain't got nothing on them. I ain't ashamed to say it. But it's so ironic that you said that because you're the second person that told me today we were talking about the the uh incline in society as far as productivity, positivity, and the decline as far as uh, you know, just environmental Positivity, growth. positivity. You know, it's, it's the same in both categories, actually. Because there's a decline in both. It's, it's, a, it's a rising, but then it's also a decline. It's also a decline. It's like, like I said before, it's like the fake is real, the real is fake. You know, you kind of got to... And then you got the dumb, teaching the dumb. Mm -hmm. The blind. The blind leading the blind. Leading the blind. You know, but when we came up, we knew the difference. We mm -hmm. knew... We knew I'm not following the blind. I'm not following the, the dumb. And it was a gem to be original, mm -hmm. to be the center of whatever trend or whatever business or whatever brand. Like it was, this, this, this generation is really lost. And I think that's where a lot of my sometimes emotions come from because I just don't get it. I just don't get it. You ever feel like that sometimes?
sometimes, sometimes. But I, I think, I don't know, I wouldn't say they were like completely lost, but I know that we were lost. Because they call our generation the lost generation. So I believe that more, but I just believe this generation, I think it's just different. I don't even know what to call them. I just At least it. we thought for ourselves. I think they think for themselves. I, think they I don't. I, it's just, it's too, it's too, it's for me. Some of them. Cause, cause even if it's some, to me, it's too much of a bulk of everything looking the same. Nearly, I can agree. And and like we said, it's, if 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 this much looks the same, and then this is different, this is different, this is different. Statistically, we ain't looking at none of that. Just statistically, we're looking at the the grander part of the scale, and it's given. And I'm not talking artistic. I'm not talking talented. There is a lack of morale. There's a, a lack of respect. You know, these things are being played. These things are being played out. Not only played out, but we can see that. I know some of y'all out there that just see people, how they just act. And I'm gonna tell you one thing. If it doesn't raise an eyebrow or make you feel like what is going on out here in the world, you might be part of them. You might be part of them. Well, <laughs> On another note, I have I, I have something I want to talk about that I um that was brought to my attention as I was scrolling through Instagram and through social media as I do when I do. Um, there was a post about a certain representative from Florida who obviously no one's heard of him until he decided to spew hate the other day. Um, his name is Webster Barnaby, and he's from Florida. <laughs> He is from. <laughs> His name is Webster. Webster. Barnaby. Barnaby. <laughs> so okay. First of all, the name is already <laughs> giving grr, grr, like gra. Keep it a stack. Gra. Keep, keep it a stack. For real, like honestly, sir, no one knew about you, and therefore you're not the only. It seems like it's always black ignorant people that just love to just throw things around and love to, especially throw the rhetoric of LGBTQ people around. This man got on, got up and on the floor and had the nerve to call trans people and people that identify however they identify mutants, imps. And demons, um, and anyone that basically ends, anyone that decides to identify with anything other than what God blessed them with, or or they were born with, you are, you should be, you know, basically ashamed of yourself. Um, you are like like he he went in. Well, he I guess in. it's safe to say that Webster has his gasoline draws, and he's going straight to you nowhere for casting his judgment. That is ridiculous. On the on the, I forgot on the house floor. On the house floor, you are spewing these things, and it's people in the it's people on the floor that you're telling. He's like, I, you know, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm sure who, trans people in the house. Who, yeah, whoever, look, whoever is in this room that identifies with da, 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 I'm sorry that you feel this way, but I just don't, be, you know, I believe that you guys are demons and imps and mutants. And it was a post. I forgot the news anchor. I forgot his name. I wish I could pull it up, um, but 
he had me cracking up because he was like, if you're going to insult us, come on, insult us over, I mean, now, he did insult us with the imps and the demons. And I think that was an insult to me a little bit. Not too much, but... Yeah, bit. I'm still appalled. But the mutant part, it's like, I'm going to walk with that proudly because I've always wanted to be a superhero anyway. I always, even when I was younger, always felt like I was a mutant. I always kind of um, leaned towards, like, the X-Men and the superhero vibes. I was always a different child. And um, Stan Lee, actually, it was said that, um, that like, the X-Men was kind of, like, a parable for, like, blacks and also for, like, gays, you know, um, just, just for people in general that were ostracized and marginalized groups. Um, it was meant to make people that felt different and people that felt, you know, like the outcasts and, um, you know, people that were like, outside, place. yeah, looking on the inside, make you feel special and make you feel like, you know what I mean? Because even in the midst of X-Men being people that the world in the comics didn't like or didn't want, they were, they were superheroes. They saved people. They did a lot of things. And I believe, and I see that in everyday life, even with a lot of trans people, like a lot of us are healers. A lot of us are like, when we are around, we bring joy to people's like, like their spaces and we are funny. We're like charismatic, you know, like it's funny to me that, um, and I said, it's kind of, it's such a weird obsession because like I always would make the con the, the contrast between African Americans and gays. The way that white people treat African Americans is the way that our black African Americans treat black gays. And um it's so odd to me because it's like how can we our own people, our own you know, our own race, just where we come from, just always join in on the on the hate on the train on the, hate, yeah, on the hate train because but we like y'all didn't hate. forget that we was just it's only been about, about 50 60 years but we also <laughs> we also what they did to us you know that was the ultimate that now that plan ex, was executed perfectly when they put us against us yep yep because they do it in so many different ways yep they put us against us in so many different ways and though. so we're con we're unconsciously conditioned and we don't know it that's why we against each other that's why we can't. I like that unconsciously conditioned. Yeah. That's why we can't get along. But now it's not about us getting along. It's about us that know better. And I'm really talking to the men to start speaking to these young princes out here, destroying the royalty. Because that's what it is now. It's not, it's not, and I'm not taking it away from any, everybody, but predominantly, it's the, it's the young, it's, it's the, the young, kids. it's the young urban kids. And I feel like I can see. And it's so bad, man. Like I said, especially with this, with, with like since COVID, with the masks and stuff like, and they wearing these old, what they call ski millie, ski millie, peace shiesty mask, peace shiesty mask. That's how you look. Like the name is messed up. So you already know what kind of vibe they're coming off of. But that's what they wear to come into these stores and take stuff, rob people, carjack. Like these kids, and they're young doing it. Like, I remember this boy was trying to sell me weed at the bus stop. And I'm looking at him like, you know, he asked me because, but like I said, you know, I don't have no shame. Like I said, on my quest still of learning to put some, you know, put things down on, you know, on my cerebral journey, you know, um, like I said, yeah, I still smoke. And that's the last thing that I do. But that's not for you to be dissected. So if anybody thinks they're going to dissect. Right. But like I said, but that's my <laughs> thing that I do. Like I said, but you know, I still indulge. So I'm smoking at the bus stop and um, 
the boy like, yo, is that some Zai? And I'm like, and Zai is just another, basically Zai is basically what, back in the day, if we had Reggie, it would be like the anxiety. Whatever. Just another, okay. yeah, like, just so basically, name. it's just another name of supposedly <laughs> some ultra good weed, because, you know, everything is loud now, and all that, well, it was. <laughs> was, right. Now, it's just whatever. But they got so many different names for this stuff. Peanut butter kush, blackberry kush, coconut kush, like ice food. cream kush, strawberry kush, <laughs> rainbow flurry kush, cookies and cream kush, green beans and applesauce kush. All kind of kush. Just kush, kush, kush. Not green beans and apples. They just come up with so many stupid <laughs> names. You just never know now and then. Green beans and pork and beans. Like, just whatever. Say, But just on a serious note, he walked up to me like, is that some Zai? And I'm like, why? He like, I'm, he like yo, because I got some Zai. Pulled out this weed. Mind you, he looked like he was no no, no more than like 14, 15. Uh, he pulls out this weed in the dime bag, whatever. But he like, nah, this some good weed. This some good weed. Cop this. And I'm looking at him like, nah, I'm cool. He's like, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying you. He's like, I'm not, not saying you cool, but I'm just saying, like, if you want it, it's around. I'm like, boy, if you don't go. One thing about me, I've never been down with, and I ain't never been one of them girls, is I'm not selling, I'm not giving no kids, I'm not giving no kids drugs, and I'm not offering them no drugs. And I ain't you know what I'm saying? Them. I'm not buying them. Yeah, yeah that's what I meant. I'm not buying them off of you, and I'm not offering you none. And you can't smoke, you know what I mean? And you can't smoke with me. You can't do none of that with no, me. Not, no, no, no. Like, I never was that girl. Like, I I, I didn't dot every I and cross every T in my life. But there were certain I did some things. things. But there were certain things I don't play with. And I've never been a girl. I've always had encouraged the youth. I've always been one of them kind of adults. Like I said, even in, even in the midst of doing my own thing, I always was like, look, go to school. Do your thing. You know what I mean? Don't be out here. Don't do that. Like, be better than myself and other right. people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not that deep. It's not that, you know, go do something better with yourself and with your life. And, like I said, I think it, that's another problem that we need more adults like that instead of adults wanting to still because even a lot of us millennials still think we're cool, too. We don't want to grow up. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I know I I'm mean, cool. No, but, but there's nothing wrong with being cool. I think what, what I mean is... Trying to still, because I, I do believe that we should always feel young. I, like I, I do, like I do believe that there's no problem with having a young spirit. Everybody don't mind. feel young. Though, yeah, so. but I don't think. But like I said, there's a difference between feeling young and being young and acting young, and and just being dumb and just being making stupid, you know, adolescent choices and not. I mean, I think in a, I think if we broke it down into, into two people, there are some people who know what the deal is and then there are genuinely some people who just don't know and those people who usually know what the deal is are like you said we don't always dot our i's and cross our t's mm -hmm. but we are more likely the ones to be the mother of the group or you mm -hmm. know the mm -hmm. disciplinary one of the group like uh -uh, don't don't do this or don't do that or you know what i mean um and then equally you have some people that like you said but like, you can look at and be like still do that? I can't even question you. Like, you still do that? <laughs> you, like, you still on that? You still, you on, that still on that type? You know, and a lot of times that is so, so clear mm -hmm. that sometimes I find myself frustrated because I literally see nothing else. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing. It's literally like, oh, I'm looking in a time capsule. But uh, I wanted to say something about Webby D. Mm -hmm. Webby, 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 um, for him to go in like that, one, we have to remember that anybody who is in the house that is of the royalty kingdom, 
I'm not going to say is a puppet, but they're only being put on the front line for an agenda. And I think they was trying to say that he was like a diversity. He was a diversity hire. That's what, that's what, that's what they want to say. <laughs> that's what Hope, Hope Giselle. Shout out to Hope Giselle. She's a really great. Actress. Oh, she got a right she thing. Did her right. She said, "You're she, honestly you're just a, a diversity hire. They just wanted you to fit the diagramic. I mean, the diagraphic and the diagramic, the, diam- the, the dynamic, the dynamic of what was going of what on. Was, no, of, of just." The workers, like how they had to pay. Oh, the fact it. that he was supposed to address one thing and then he just kind of. No, like he's just basically uh, a diverse hire, a diversity hire, meaning they just hire him because he's black to keep that certain d- demographic in the job, in the workplace, to keep that certain amount of people just in the workplace. So our our society won't be like, oh, it's not nobody that we can't relate to. So he's like on call. That's what I'm trying to say. Just basically, basically, not saying that's really what it is, but that's what she was trying to get. Like basically, just kind of throwing a shot back at him. Like, and it makes sense. Like, yeah, who are you? You sound like you on call, but you got a lot of mouth right now. You know, so it's like I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to disregard everything that Webby said, except for the imps and demons. And I felt like that came from a personal. That came from a personal, and that made me feel like, "Hmm, Mr. Webby, what's your team? <laughs> what? Because imps and demons yeah. is equivalent to yeah. You, you, you see where I'm going with it? What's your team? What's your team, Mister B? <laughs> What's your team, Mister B? Because you really like I said, if a Florida are ready to be, and it's funny because right after, like even though I don't know if it was exactly the place where he was at, but. Florida already has a lot going on in there anyway. Like I believe like Florida and Texas is like running neck and neck with the crazy stuff, like with the crazy things that's going on in there. State, you know, they write the laws in Mississippi. So that whole like the laws, the Gulf, Gulf Coast, a lot of their governors and people just in the office that are feeling like they have permission to control people's lives, their bodies and stuff like that on top of the fact. And it's just funny because right after that, a couple of days later, a Miami or one part or Miami and a couple other parts of Florida got flooded. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that. Well, you, well, you know. I'm not saying it was his, his part he was in. Florida, Florida does have a lot of history of predominantly the Gullah Geechees. And if you know anything about the Gullah Geechees, that's our people, you know. And we don't never hear a lot about uh, during the slavery times and the wars, we don't never hear a lot about our people fighting back. Mm-hmm. But that's because we fought back so diligently that they don't want us to know that the war was really between us and them. And those mostly from the Carolinas who went down to the Everglades in Florida, a lot of people don't know. Florida is predominantly, is a is a black state. It is a black state. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is black land, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but somehow, so like a lot of this, these imps, Americans, soil, yeah. indigenous, mm-hmm. and but these imps and these and demons, demons have Mr. P have have acquired a tight a taste for hate. Which, which is very high now. It's almost like... It's it's getting crazy. You know? Like, I've never seen this. I mean, I know that they've had hatred for LGBTQ people. I know they said things about us. I know they've made their mark, you know. But it's like, it's like we are the new blacks. Like I said, it's like the new blacks of this generation. Because it's like, 
And what, like I said, what makes it even worse is our own black people are hurting our own black gay people. But when we realize that hurt people hurt people, people you know, it's, it's easier to rest on that as, instead of coming to, for me, instead of coming to the mental conclusion that we're just, you know, we, we, we do this till we do this. It's just, that's just putting out the whole rhetoric of a negative domino effect. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't want to keep pushing that. I don't want to, not that we are, because we're not pushing that at all. You know, but, uh, and they just say in Florida, that they, they about to have a law or they just pass a law where you don't even have to have a gun license to carry a gun anymore. Like, they just, they just went the wild, wild west. They, it's, it's. But it's happening. All I really her. believe that it's gonna be one of them days, like the purge, like the movie. I believe every movie is a prophecy in some way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A lot, the law some of these movies are like the law of nature. In our face. The law of nature and the people in the higher ups know this. The law of the, the law of nature. In order for them to keep everything that they have, the law of nature tells them you have to tell them this. Now, how you tell them is totally up to you. And I'll be and I'll tell you how they tell us. Any and everything that you have been told is science fiction. It's not. There's no such thing as science fake. There's no such thing as fake science. If you got to go to school for it, get documented. You understand what I'm saying? Sometimes we have to look at the English language for the spell that it exactly is. You know, they will put two negative connotations together, which actually probably means something good. Because we all know a negative and a negative equals what? A positive. A positive. You know, but the spell has us. If you didn't know. If you didn't know. Because I'm on the don't know there. <laughs> and they don't know how bright we are. Yeah. You know, but um, it's, it's, it's just freaking ridiculous. And, 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 and you're right. Something needs to be done. But I do believe that there's going to be like a purge. Something. And if, if, if. It hasn't already happened because I know I know there are things that I don't know that has been newspapered, televised that we don't know about. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. And um, I just think it's crazy. Like even what I talked about today, they coming in your house taking your babies. You just said they lifted a, a, a freaking ban. You don't need a you don't need a license. Shoot who you will. No, they're about to just you about to just do. It's just it's 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 literally. What I see, and we gotta watch out for China and Russia. So it's like the crumbling. This we are in the crumbling. These there's no such dead thing. Like I'm not gonna say it's no such thing, but the last days we're we're past the last days. We're in the we're beginning last of the new. In the minutes, we're in the last. We're minutes. in the rubble. We're in the last six seconds. <laughs> you know they say a year is like a thousand years of God. So I imagine with a, a second and a minute, probably got to be a couple of these. Like, because remember, just a couple months ago, uh, you had your billionaires and millionaires giving away millions. People just giving away. Away. people stepping down, people, stepping people down. leaving, people dying, people getting shot, people getting killed. Now it's trickled down into the states where they're lifting laws. I told you, you I'm scared. I'm not gonna lie. I'm scared too. But, but. God got me, so I ain't that scared. I believe that's how I feel. Yeah. Well, I'm scared, and, and I second that. Spirit got me, but it's just being this being with fluent emotions, you know. Especially my my emotions are so fluent that when I discover that I get scared, it's new. Right. It's new, you know, because I'm I'm not I'm not fearful. I can't be a mute and be fearful. I wanted to kind of go off. It. Right, we're not. Okay. <laughs> Wait. So so so, did you want to go overtime or did you want to? Can we go overtime? Okay, well, um, I was going to keep the eye on the clock so we can stop and come back. Definitely. Guys.
Right, but so I wanted to elaborate into more about mutants. All right, well, how about let's we'll be back after these messages. We'll be right back yeah. after these messages. See y'all. Hey guys, hey guys, look, I know you guys were enjoying the following episode, but I just wanted to put out there that this episode and so much more is available on the following platforms. Anchor, Apple, iHeart, and Spotify. So if you're enjoying our company, come on over and show us more love. But that lets me know that we are doing something that is touching the people because People want to be a part of something productive. They don't even know what it is. They just want to be a part of it. And I love that we're able to put that aesthetic out there. I love that. Well, guys, we're back. Okay. I hope she's not looking at camera two. <laughs> guys, I'm sorry. Yeah, I've been looking at camera two, camera three. We got so many. But we got our own setup. Yeah, we got our own studio. Yes, we got our own stuff coming. But yes, we're getting better at it. So, but anyway, we are back. With, with just more few, a couple more few minutes just of fame. A, just a few gems. I wanted to go, I wanted to uh, touch someone. Touch, touch. <laughs> I want to touch someone. <laughs> touch. But uh, I pulled up the dictionary. I pulled up the meaning of mutant. Because mm. you wanted to elaborate on Mr. Barnaby. I need, I need to, I, I just need to elaborate into this. So the definition for mutant means resulting from or showing the effect of a mutation. And you said something earlier about um, like when we when we're kids, you know, and we're kind of told we're kind of we're always told the things to do. We're always all kids are told what to do. And then there are the ones that show the effects of a mutation and a mutation is the changing of the structure of a gene. I'm going to stop there. All kids are told what to do. And then there are kids like me when I was a kid who was always told what not to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love kids. You, you, you follow me? Right. So, I guess I was. Maybe we are. I was definitely rebellious. And I definitely was not listening to nobody else. What nobody else had to say. I had my own mind. I was different from boys. I really was. I liked to play with Barbies and I liked to play football. I liked to jump double dutch and I liked to do backflips. And I didn't like to do nothing. I was 30. I was told. The things that I liked the most that I couldn't do, which probably seemed a bit effeminate. But if I do have effeminate characteristics, the definition says I'm mutated. So I think that kind of goes into also just us being, you know, trans and transitioning. So I guess you're right because we we mutated. And evolve from what we were to what we are now, and still are as daily. opposed to where we could have been, yeah. or who we could have become. That is a hell of a mutation. So I definitely take <laughs> the word mutant as a high compliment coming so from, yeah, as a high honor coming from somebody. Myself, like I, said, I call myself either. So I always say 
I'm Bionic. Bionic. I'm Bionic. I love that. Or like I said, or I'm a hybrid. I'm a I hybrid. love that. Hybrid being my. I, I know this one girl. She's so so sweet. I'm really like I, I hate the new age. Because I don't like the even. I mean, I do. I love. Because like I said, I know what I am. I know who I am. Um, but again, like I said, when the world has kind of labeled you something. And that's just all they do. You kind of be like, I don't want to be named. Like, I don't want to be in that category. I got my own names for being hybrid, for being different, for being a mixture. You know, so I don't need the exact label of like transgender. Yeah, I'm or, like, I'm like know, that too. I'm pretty much past the whole. I'm this. I'm. I'm man. You know. <laughs> I, I, I'm so past that. That's how I'm. You, I'm mutated again. <laughs> 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 My gosh, she's done it again. Like, no, but for real. Mm. It's a high honor. So, I have a message for Mr. Mr. Barnaby. Mm. And he has a nerve looking like Since, like you, since looking, you felt it was so prevalent to just. Wait, is your phone? Yeah. To steer out of your lane. Whether you were coerced or not to speak about us, you sound hurt, and you sound like your man may have cheated on you once upon a time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> guys, look look at this. Look at this, Barnaby. Barnaby looks like my grandpa. He definitely looks like he gives grandpa side. Look, and, and this is the picture that he had the nerd to nerd. Respectfully, I don't think he's a bad looking guy. I just think that sometimes what we say can make us look ugly. You know. Oh shit, my god. Let's see a picture. See the last picture I see. So I can just pull and it then up. a lot of times, you know, people just people are put in positions. I don't really want to bad mouth the man too much. Yeah, yeah, cause she, she got it. Got to be careful her phone. Her phone has. Phone. You ain't got to be careful. Phone my phone is grown. Just <laughs> all right, y'all. Look at. Can y'all can y'all see? Yes, they can see. Back it up some. Back it up some. Pull it in. Now that's Mr. Barnaby Webster. Webster. Mr. Webster Barnaby. Back it up. Back it up some. There like we the go. Look at his name. There we go. Yeah. He got the nerve. He's talking about anybody. Look at. Look at. It's given where you. He. He's definitely been. He's definitely been stripped of his royalty. He's and it's always been like that. Like you said, got some type of secret. Life going on. Trust me, he has a double life. Cause most, like how they say, anybody, any real man is not worried about no gay person. Is not worried about nobody being this comfortable in their sexuality or their gender or whatever. No real man is worried about the next man. And again, he, and again, anybody that's hiding something or doing something or whatever is always the main up. ones that they are spe are speaking up or saying something or trying to blow things up or trying to blow up portion because they're afraid that the person that is comfortable in their skin is going to expose, expose them. them or just expose who they are inside because it's like sometimes when you know when you got somebody of of the same somebody that's kind of in the same thing as you you kind of get that feeling when y'all come together so maybe i guess they feel like a game is gonna bring out the uh, and me if, if i don't know i don't know i don't know if i make no excuse for them because right but that 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 is a, a logic that i do believe uh, is going on, you know. Uh, but for specific people like Webster Burnaby, somebody, uh, an on-call, civil, direct, whatever the case is, it's just given 
I don't even know if he even know what he's talking about. And you're right, we don't care. We're not gonna give Webster this, this no much more time. time. Because at the we end of the day, at the end of the day, we know anybody that gets put right up on the front is coerced or puppeted. So Ooh, I'm sorry. The puppet mess. I'm sorry that your strings was pulled so so much that your hair just totally skipped going gray and you went white. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But anyway, y'all, look, that that's it for me. You got anything else for you? Um I can you give me something? Like what? Can you just say something meaningful and heartfelt? Um because some of us are out here fighting, battling, and the battle is is getting deeper. <laughs> that is not your eyes. It's the You know, I don't get tired, you know, but now I'm limping. Well then guess what? Keep going. That's it. Keep going because, like I say, I like on no serious note, we gotta. Um, and it's not easy to say that because that's just kind of insensitive to say that sometimes because people don't understand that when people say keep going, that's kind of just like alleviating how you feel and like it makes a person feel like okay, I get that I'm supposed to keep going. That's something that I had to do, but in a sense, I, and I get what you're saying. But I believe it from people who are who Genuine, mean it, right. who mean it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I couldn't. And thank you, thank you, thank you, because I needed that subconsciously. That's what I kept hearing, but mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't come to the forefront unless it's met. You know, and a lot of times I'm the one who meet meet myself at it. Like, mm-hmm. it. Sometimes you just need to pick me up, but yeah, you can definitely. Help. That's it, no, because we no, because we really do gotta. We live in a day and time where, um, like, like how we say, it's already it's a me, me, me kind of environment and kind of generation. So it sucks, but everybody's kind of out for themselves. So you gotta kind of really be, you gotta keep going, no matter what it is, no matter what you're facing, no matter how you know what I mean. Because of course we all gonna have our ups and God. One thing God did not promise is that our life will be easy. And I think that a lot of people get that mixed up because people always say. Oh well, if there was a God, God wouldn't have us go through this, that, and the other. And that's so human-like of us to feel like that because um, um, we want things our way. But again, a lot of these things that we go through is only producing character and helping us get better and helping us realize things. And a lot of the times, like I said, we can't we can't enjoy the pleasures of life without pain. We can't enjoy sunshine without rain. So we're going to have to go through some things sometimes that's going to be uncomfortable, that's going to be unsettling, that might not be what we want at the moment. But on the other side, if you keep going, there will be, which you, you know what I'm saying, there will, there will be brighter days, you know? And I think that's what we got to keep in mind, no matter how hard the day is. And that's why you got to speak your affirmations, but you just got to speak life into any situation, no matter how you feel. Don't look at what it is. Look at what you want it to be, you know? Counteract what you see. Counteract the things that trials and tribulations that might be like, look, this might be going on in my life right now, but it could be worse. It could be different. You know, it could be, I could be far off, but if God allowed this to happen, then I know I can get through it because I've got through it before. So, yeah. so dope. <laughs> but that's it for us this week on Transparent Energy. 
Tuna and, <clears throat> excuse me, she's going to be all choked up, girl. She's going to be all choked up. It's so real. I love it. But tune in, you guys, next week. No. Actually, oh, yeah. We have an announcement. Well, we're not really an announcement, but we won't be recording, recording next, next week here in Philly. Yeah, per se. We're still trying to figure out how we're going to do it. But we um, are thinking about heading out next we're week. We're taking a girl's trip. We're taking a girl's trip. Yes. A transparent energy, energy trip. trip. Uh, and we will definitely, uh, like I said, we won't be, probably won't have no episode next, if we don't, we won't have no episode up next week. So you guys will be able to check this week, this episode out. But if we don't have an episode next week, which I probably don't think we will, you definitely, you guys, use, get some clips use some this stuff. time to catch up. Mm-hmm. So you can be prepared, so you can stay aware, but always look for the clips and the pics and our short snippets. Yep, because that's what we want to give, because we definitely want to have something for you guys. So, but again, we probably won't be up necessarily here, you know, doing our thing next, because like I said, we can record every Sunday. Um, but next Sunday, there's an event that we're going to go to. Like I said, we're going to have a good time. Lord will, everything goes the way we want it to go, which we're definitely hoping and praying that it will. But yeah, that's big fun. So until next time, guys. Until next time. Ciao. Ciao. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of Transparent Energy. Again, you can catch this episode on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and iHeart. So if you like what you're hearing, come on over, join us here on Transparent Energy.